You're listening to the Autism Weekly Podcast. Each week, we share community voices and bring light to stories that increase awareness, acceptance, equity, access, and inclusion. If you haven't already, subscribe to join the Autism Weekly family. I'm your host, Jeff Skavitsky, and we're joined today by co-host and fellow BCBA, Francisco Chavez. We're excited to welcome a guest near and dear to us both, who both Francisco and I have known for over 15 years to this podcast. Our special guest today is David Isaacman from the Netflix series, Love on the Spectrum. He's joined by his sister, Allison Isaacman. We're excited to talk to them both about their experience on the show and about his experience in the dating world. So I'm excited to talk with you all today. I am personally excited about what I need to be doing better. And my wife will be super happy if I learn from David on what dating should look like. Welcome to the podcast, David. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm so excited. So David, you have known Francisco and me for, I mean, it's been almost 15 years since, since we knew each other. And right now, you have the opportunity to be on one of the coolest shows out there, Love on the Spectrum. So tell us what that show is all about. What is, the, what is Love on the Spectrum? It's a show where you find love and a date. So when you, when you went on this show, is that, had, had you been dating before Love on the Spectrum, or was this your, your, first, your first opportunity? My first opportunity. And how did it go? Let us know. Uh-huh. I see a big thumbs up. <laughs> You're a natural, David. Thank you, Francisco. So when you, when you went into this, did you have anybody helping you? I, I would imagine Allison's here. Allison, did, uh, did you help David to, to be able to kind of at least let him know, you know, when you're dating, these are the things people like, or was or David, or were you that natural? Did you figure it out? Were you a natural? Yes, I'm a natural. There's only so much I could help with. Of course, I loved giving him advice, some unwarranted, which I can't help as a sister. Um, but he really was, you were pretty natural. You really are respectful. You know what the ladies like. Like ever since a young age, he's been holding open doors for ladies when he sees them, you know, about to enter a room and things like that. Yeah. You've just always been a gentleman. Yeah. And that's that's what I heard, David. But I mean, almost on every date, you brought something special for and I'll let you tell us. I, I believe her name's Abby. Is that right? Yes. And you brought her something special almost every single date. What what was your favorite gift that you gave her? Well, I gave her the El- flamingo bracelet, the elephant bracelet, the lion necklace, the stuffed bunny, the stuff jackrabbit, the stuffed lions, and stuffed pup puppies. Does she does she share your your excitement and interest in animals? Yes, my number one favorite, and so is Abby's. You both love lions? Yes. Oh my goodness, that's like an immediate connection. That is super cool. Now, Allison, did did you give any of these pointers to bring a gift, or was this all David? I I really, you know, I said oh, it would be nice, but he's the one that picked it all out. He's the one that said, "Let's go shop. Let's go find a gift." And he, you know, he. It was funny because he hadn't even met Abby 
but he chose an animal gift to give her. And it just so happened to be like a match made in heaven that she loved animals just as much as you do. So that kind of just worked out. David, um, I wanted to ask you a question on on that first date, um, you know, you that you planned out. And when, when I saw that you were going on a date, I said, well, uh, you know, this very special lady better love lions. Um, and then to see the place that you selected, um, tell us a little bit about, you know, I, I believe you've been to this place before, I'm sure. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the place you selected and, you know, how uh, Abby's reaction was to seeing where you took her. Yeah, my second date with her is the lions, tigers, bears at all, sanctuary at Alpine. At the south of San Diego, that my dad and I go that have been there three times. And and Abby really liked it. What yeah. was her reaction to seeing these huge lions, you know, in person? Happy and surprised. So David, uh, I need your honest answer here. Like I you said, better answer correctly for Abby, but was it more fun with Abby or with your dad? More fun with Abby is exactly like fun with my dad. <laughs> Family and love, both in the same place. That's super cool. So what I'd love to know is, so David and, and Allison, you guys were, you guys have been together for such a long time. Um, and even now, if I'm correct, is that you guys share a home together and share these stories. Is that when you get back from having these really cool opportunities, when you go out with Abby, when you go out and have uh, go out shopping with her, go to the zoo with her, uh, do you do you get to come home and do you always share those experiences with your sisters, David? Yes, I do. And with that, Allison, do you? I mean, is it is it so joyful just to kind of see? You know, the whole path is that David's always been such a social social kid now he's a social adult he's got the whole world ahead of him and now he's found love too is how's that feel as a sibling well it's especially rewarding because it's something david you've been vocal about since like teenage years he's always in passing just mentioned like oh if i have a girlfriend i'm going to share this moment with her i'm going to go to the zoo and he was planning all these dates but hadn't found a person you know um, and we didn't know how to help him navigate that and um, i even tried to find one when i was at the sleepaway camp with my friends and well some of the ones i knew from high school yeah so um it was just it was so rewarding and i we couldn't be happier abby's such a lovely girl we all adore her and they couldn't be a better match so we're just over the moon we're so happy it was really great to see, uh, you know, that interaction. And and I know we only see a little snippet of, you know, the the interaction between uh, Abby uh, and David. Uh, how how much time, you know, we see five six episodes. How much time went into, uh, you know, kind of creating uh, all of these interactions, all of these dates between Abby and David, um, and uh, you know, what what are some things special things we don't get to see, um, you know, on video. Well, the part where I give Abby a stuffed jackrabbit. How did she react to that? She felt happy that I bought it for her. She's really it's, thoughtful. 
David, what what is it? Um, I mean, so you were able to to go out and and you had this awesome time with Abby, and you guys are you guys dated on the show. Has it been different since the show ended? Has it has it felt like hey now it's back to normal? Or you know, even when you were dating her on the show, is it the same? I say. Oh, he's just so he's just asking, trying to clarify. Do you feel the same way you did when you were dating her on camera on the show as you do now? Is it the same? You, do you have the same amount of feelings? Has it developed anymore? Well, I don't know why they stopped filming us, but at least Abby and I are still dating. I think a lot of people out there wish that that your episodes were still going. You have so many fans out there, David. And what one thing I've learned, and I've talked to a lot of people, is that you know how to date and you know how to do it well. So what is your advice to all of us out there? What do we need to do better to be as good of a boyfriend as David Isaacman is? Well, in order to do that, the only option is to watch Beauty and the Beast on Disney+. Plus. Ah, the Beast does it well? Yeah. Yeah? That's what Beefcake Factory lets me think of. Really? And so when you watch the Beauty and the Beast, you're you're able to pick up on some of those tips about how to be a gentleman and you know how to treat how to treat Abby really kindly and make sure you're doing all the nice things for her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys watch it together still? Or is this just your secret movie so that you can get all the tips for yourself? Secret movies to get all the tips for myself. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> Allison, from, from your point of view, talking to your friends is, is they've seen the show. They've seen David on the show and they know him. But I mean, what were some of the surprises that they felt? They could not believe how just he would listen to her, you know, because, you know, some of my friends actually, they didn't, I mean, they knew of David. They didn't really get a chance to get to know you in a close, you know, level. Um, so they really felt like they learned about you watching the show and they could not believe how attentive you were to her. You were always reassuring her, especially the Lions episode, how you were saying, don't worry, Abby, I've got you. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. So they were just amazed at how much of a gentleman you are. David, I wanted to ask you about something. Um, you know, now that the show's over, uh, we've been seeing David Isaacman popping up on our feeds on Instagram, David Isaacman's on TikTok. Um, you know, how does it feel to be, be becoming, you know, widely known on, on these social media platforms? <laughs> it's feeling good to you? Yeah. Is it fun to make uh, the different TikTok videos? And who helps you with that? I, I have a suspicion. Did. <laughs> so Allison helps you with, with those. Um, what what would you like to, for people to know about you when you make these videos? Um, you know, besides what they've already seen on the show. A video about me. Yeah. When you make your TikTok videos, what what do you want people to learn about David? That's a good question. About hmm, trains, animals, anything. Just everything you you think is important. Everything you think is fun. You want to share it with people. Mm -hmm. Allison, yeah. um, question for you on on kind of the same topic. Um, how fun is it making those those videos uh, with David and how 
like how quickly do people respond and react to uh, to his postings? It is <clears throat> so much fun. It's a mix of, you know, David and I really co-collaborate. So it's a mix of if he's just doing something and I ask him, hey, David, do you mind if I take a video of this? And he says, sure. Um, and then sometimes he'll say, oh, my God, it's World Lion Day. Can we please do a video, you know, telling people happy World Lion Day? So it's it's been really fun. It's crazy. Once you post the video, you just get bing, bing, bing. I yeah, mean, and it's two days from two days before World Elephant Day. <laughs> yeah. You got so, there, David. Well, it, it really sounds like you you know your fans, your followers are getting a real genuine, you know, picture of what what David Isaacman likes and who David Isaacman is, right? Oh yeah. So, so David, when when you're walking around town right now, and you're out and about in in Los Angeles, is everybody knowing you? Do they notice who you are? Are they wanting your autograph? Yeah, well, when I'm alone. No. Oh, they're talking about like when you're like yesterday when or the other day when you went mini golfing, right? Oh, yeah. And things like that. When you're with Abby, do people always come up to you? They want pictures and they want to well, say they love the show. Yes. How's that feel? Does that make you feel special? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I think it's so awesome that that everybody is out there and you've become this celebrity. You're famous now, David. <laughs> hey, you're a celebrity. Yes, I am. <laughs> so what what are the other programs that you're doing? So I know that you have been acting in in other parts, not just Love on the Spectrum, but what other what other acting opportunities have you had? Remember, like through the Miracle Project, what through did mir- what did you get to be on? <clears throat> 185 Wilshire Boulevard and Recruitment Day and... Remember on Netflix? You were already on Netflix. Yeah, I'm already on Netflix. On what show? On Love on the Spectrum and Atypical. Oh my goodness, you got a whole list of credits under your name right now. (laughs) You're doing better than almost any of the actors out there. Way to go, David. Thank you. (laughs) So, Allison, is is there anything that... I mean, when when you all have grown up and, and, and obviously you've been able to watch David's experience, is that what is it that that kind of led you to think that, you know, David's going to succeed on this show? David's going to do great on this show. There must have been something about his personality or about the way he attacks life that you look at and you're like, you know, my brother's there. He's got this. Well, he has always been the life of the party from a young age. I mean, you should see him on the dance floor. <laughs> He is not afraid of showing who he is, showing how much fun he's having and thriving. Um, Yeah, so, and also I think what really helped was in the Miracle Project, he had experience in front of the camera. So, you know, he wasn't shy about it. Um, And he loved, you loved that challenge, I think, uh, to show people who you really are. And I just knew, oh yeah, he's gonna just do great. Oh, that's that's it's such a cool feeling just to know and then to have the opportunity, although it's scary, I would imagine, to go on first dates on TV and not know what's going to happen. But it looks just watching David and just seeing him on the show and just seeing his confidence now, I you could tell, you know, he was going to take on that challenge. And it's it's really neat that you and Abby are still together and that you guys have this very strong relationship. But David, do you take her dancing with these dance moves you got? Have you taken her dancing yet, or is that a future date? What it's do you a think? future date. 
Ah, what are other future dates? Where else are you going to be taking her? Well, to the Ron Snar on Christmas, to Disneyland next month, and to see the Lion King show in the Hollywood Pantages Theater here on my 28th birthday. Oh, she is lucky. And so are you, because that's going to be an awesome show to go to. So I know that, that with David, I totally appreciate the fact that you've been able to give us so much time to be able to chat with you today. But where, and you told us this, that your episodes are on, on Netflix, but where can people see, what's your handle on TikTok? Where are we able to see more of the, the real life David in, in your element? Real life me, huh? Yeah. So how did what's your TikTok? What is your Instagram? How do we find you? Be on at the Rain Shack or Universal Studios oh. or Los <laughs> Angeles Zoo. Anywhere. <laughs> oh, so that's where they can find you in person. But he's talking about where can he find you on social media? It's at David underscore love on the spectrum, right? Yeah, under David score love on the spectrum. Uh TikTok. And Instagram. And Instagram. Now I know where to watch your videos and to get your autographs. So you gave me both the answers I needed. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Well, I want you right now, David, to tell us what we need to do. And before we finish this show, I want you to tell me, Jeff, on your next date, you need to do what? How do I make my wife happy on my next date? What are the things I need to make sure I do? You'll figure something out. <laughs> no, no, I need your advice, David. Okay. Uh, my advice, what you and your wife will do for your next date? Yep. You get to pick, David. Tell him where he's taking his where wife. Where should I go? Well, let's see. Trip to Australia. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you just made my wife really happy. <laughs> Good choice. what he's doing, Jeff. Uh, so what animals am I going to see out there, David? When I get to Australia, what am I going to see out there? Koalas, kangaroos, platypuses, the possums, the emus, the camels, the Tasmanian devils, the crocodiles. Oh, my goodness. She has so much that she's going to get to learn about. Now, where does Francisco get to go? He can't come to Australia with me and my wife. Where does Francisco have to go? Perhaps, Francisco, you might travel to Paris. <laughs> well, David, uh, you know, I've been getting some hints about that. So um, you really you really know how to give good advice, uh, because if I uh, planned a trip to Paris, I would have a very happy wife and some daughters if if they came with me as well well we appreciate it david and i thank you so much for coming on our podcast today and allison thank you as well i i mean if every sibling in the world was as supportive as you are is that we'd all be just super super kind of uh, set up for for success so i appreciate the fact that a you're there for david but then you're also a role model for so many other siblings out there whether it's for somebody who identifies autistic or somebody who's neurotypical it's just good to have that close relationship but thank you all so much for coming to join us yeah thank you guys so much thank you yeah thank it's you. amazing seeing you guys 15 years later <laughs> hopefully all of us are looking all of us are looking the same yeah <laughs> And I thought the same thing, thing for London, like, for about eight years. Oh, because we're going back to London in October. And that's why I'm going to see the Lion King show again at the Lyceum Theater. Ah, uh, well, then we will have to have you back on, David, to learn about this. Yes. And this time, I'm, I'm going to do Eminem World. 
Yeah, and the Emerald and Moon. I, I'm thinking that maybe we see David in a Lion King production at some point. I wouldn't. He knows all the lines, so I think that's a perfect role for David. Quick stand-in uh, if needed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope to see you there. We hope to see you on stage as part of the Lion King production someday, David. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the 100th episode of the Autism Weekly Podcast. We are so grateful to provide this resource to families, autistic self-advocates, clinicians, and the greater community at large. Over the past 100 episodes, we've learned so much from each other, from parents sharing their best self-care tips to professionals explaining what an IEP is, to behavior analysts explaining ABA basics. We will continue to provide timely and helpful podcasts to our listeners. I hope that you take a moment to subscribe on whatever platform you're regularly listening to, whether that's YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or some other platform, and share this podcast with your friends and family. If you don't already know, the Autism Weekly Podcast is produced by ABS Kids. ABS Kids is proud to provide diagnostic assessments and ABA therapy to children with autism. Shout out to CEO Adam Singer for supporting the program and Anna Kaczynski and Jeremy Fulmore for producing, editing, and publishing. To our listeners, thank you again for tuning in to the Autism Weekly Podcast. We appreciate each and every single one of you and what you do to support your loved ones and your community. Thank you.